it's our job to tell better stories. And always remember, it's the risk takers that are rewarded. People are sick and tired of being marketed to, and they're sick and tired of being sold. The single biggest story today in sales and marketing is how our customers are buying different Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Growth Hub podcast brought to you by AdvanceB2B.com. In this podcast series, we are going to be delving into the world of B2B SaaS and talking about one thing and one thing only, growth. Over the course of this series, we'll be joined by some of the top SaaS growth leaders from all around the world, including growth directors, VPs of marketing, and sales leaders, among many more. Each episode will tell the story of an awesome SaaS company as we hear from the people behind the growth, including what has been successful for them, what hasn't, and there will be a host of lessons, advice, and insight which you can apply to your own SaaS company. The interviews will take place within a framework of the three cornerstones of SaaS success, those being customer acquisition, customer retention, and customer monetization. And our focus is to discuss on a very practical level to provide you with some truly operational takeaways which you can immediately go away and implement. My name is Edward Ford and I'll be your host for the Growth Hub podcast. And we are so excited that for our opening episode, we are joined by Typeform's Director of Growth, Pedro Magrico. Pedro joined Typeform in 2013 when they had just 10 people and the product was in closed beta. Now Typeform employs over 160 people and has achieved double-digit ARR in the millions. In this episode, we'll hear about the evolution of Typeform's growth team and how they operate, how Typeform built virality into their product with one simple button, how Typeform tweaked their onboarding process to increase the conversion quality of visitors into users, and also how Typeform retains their users, minimizes churn, as well as their growth model, viral loop, and some of their most successful growth tactics. Stay tuned for the end of the interview where Pedro shares his top five tools that help him get his work done, as well as his one golden piece of actionable advice for other SaaS growth leaders. So without further ado, here is episode one of the Growth Hub podcast with Pedro Magrico, Director of Growth at Typeform. Welcome to the Growth Hub podcast. Today, I'm delighted to say that we're joined by Pedro Magrico, Director of Growth at Typeform, which is actually one of our most favorite SaaS tools here at the Growth Hub. So welcome, Pedro. How are you doing? Hey, Edward. Uh, great. great. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, it's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you with us. We're so, ex- so excited about being able to discuss with you today. But before we actually get started, could you just give us a short introduction to Typeform and what it is? So Typeform is, a, is an online tool that helps businesses collect data more conversationally. Uh, we launched in um, 2013 as a free beta. Um, and now today, you know, our users collect uh, almost 20 million responses per month via Various use cases, surveys, forms, questionnaires, and a lot more. Uh, the company actually started as a spin-off. Our co-founders had their own web design agencies, and one of their clients, a toilet company, actually. Okay. Uh, they, they wanted a they wanted a really nice looking contact form to collect leads at the, at an upscale trade show. 
And so since they couldn't get their hands on anything that looked, you know, uh, decent, they decided to completely redesign the experience of collecting information and they built their own form. And the uh, the idea was to emulate like a real conversation. So the result is, is what we call today type forms, you know, like forms that are big on design and engage respondents by, by asking just one question at a time. Okay, so, so type form was, was born when a... A, to- a toilet company were going to a trade show. That yes. I, I didn't know that, but now I do. That's great. And how about yourself personally? So you're originally from, from Portugal. So how did you end up joining Typeform in Barcelona? So um, I was launching my own, uh, my own uh, startup in um, 13. Um, and and to, to to do that, I needed you know of course a website, and I needed a form to get signups, and so that's when I came across um, a, a type form. So uh, I fell in love with the product. It was really really surprised the company was based in Barcelona uh, because usually you know this kind of stuff comes from the US. Um, and then, you know, they were looking for a marketeer. I applied, and, you know, next thing I know, three weeks after I was in Barcelona. Okay. Very, really. Yeah, that's great. Very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, could you actually tell us a bit more about your role and responsibility? So, so you're director of growth, uh, and could you also tell us a bit about your growth team, how the growth team operates and how it fits in and interacts with other functions within the organization, such as marketing, sales, product, engineering, uh, for example. Sure. Um, so as you, as you can imagine, my role evolved and changed a ton since I joined. Uh, yeah. Back then, like, I, I can walk you through, like, you know, briefly the, you know, our journey. Yeah. Um, do much more marketing and, and as I said I, I joined as a marketeer um, you know all we had was a cool product so we basically started just you know by getting out there on social media sending newsletters showcasing you know cool type phones you could do pitching it to bloggers and reporters you know lots of like mm. stuff uh, and our objective was solely to get more signups. That was it. Like we weren't very strategic about it. We didn't do you know any of the typical marketing stuff you're supposed to do, at least consciously, right? So understand your market, your customers, you know their problems, craft a nice value prop for them, uh, and then you know select marketing channels to establish relationships. You know, so we just wrote you know. On our website, forms are boring, type forms are not. Check this example and go build yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how did you change? So, uh, what, what, what's the situation these days? So, yeah. So despite doing all of this, um, we weren't really getting like, you know, um, you know, substantial results out of this. Uh, and surprisingly, we were still getting like more and more traction. So at this point, we realized, hey, it's actually um, the product itself that's uh, generating traction. Uh, because you see, if you think about it, like people build forms and surveys to share with, with others, right? So type forms, of course, they carry our branding, a small button. Initially, it was actually just a, you know, a small link. And it says powered by Typeform. So when our users share type forms, they're effectively exposing our brands and our product to more people. 
Um, and so some of those respondents like the experience so much that they later check out Typeform and, and some of them go on to build a Typeform themselves and share it with their own respective audiences. And so, you know, the whole loop repeats again. Yeah, so building virality into your product has actually been a big enabler for your growth. Definitely. So yeah, at this point, like we, you know, we had one of the developers that was working on the main application, the main product, joined the marketing the marketing team, so the marketing developer, and we started working on that loop. And the first thing we started to to to, to experiment with was 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 exactly the uh, powered by button. Our objective was just maximizing the exposure of the brand in. Uh, in the type forms themselves. So we experimented different copy, different landing pages for that little button, and the results were, were amazing. So this really validated that we needed developers in the team to, to really uh, move the needle. Okay, so actually taking developers from the product team and bringing them into marketing was probably one of the perhaps big game changers for you. That's uh, Definitely. Yeah, that's, that's actually very cool. Um, and if we think a bit more about the product, so a Typeform, as you mentioned, is, is essentially a very simple way to create an online form or survey. But how have you actually been able to differentiate yourselves from all the other players in the market? So if you, yeah, it's, it's just a really, you know, the product is really, really different. And uh, that's, you know, if you, if you open a contact form built with a Typeform and if you open a contact form built within any other service, you realize, you know, this is way, way different. Like just, just the fact that, you know, we're, we're the only tool out there that asks one question at a time. We're using big font. And now uh, this, of course, experience on mobile is, you know, um, really, really good. Uh, you know, a typical form on mobile, you need to zoom in and like, and, uh, you know, the radio buttons are small. So we, we completely changed that. So it's the product is 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 really what, tells us apart and then what put you know what sets the company apart for sure yeah and actually one of the things that we really loved about typeform was how fun and easy it was to to get started so talk to us a bit about the onboarding process and how you actually convert visitors into users yeah so so a lot as you can imagine, a lot of the traffic, the inbound traffic that we have comes from the Typhons themselves. So, and these are yeah. people that don't have any context. They just filled in a Typhon and they, they, you know, clicked on the little button or they later went to Google to, to, to learn more about it. Uh, so at that time, you know, they don't really have a need to build a Typhon. So our objective here is just, you know, provide them with as much context as possible and, um, you know, let them um, see the product um, as easily as possible. So one of the things that we did after we scaled the marketing dev team into a proper product team growth um, was actually just removing the sign-up page. It was just, you know, these guys, you know, they're, at this point, they're not willing to sign up. So we figured, hey, let's uh, take it down. Let's let anyone enter the platform without having to register. Uh, try building a type form, you know, changing the design, just get some of the experience. And then if you're ready and if you're happy, you can save your account. Yeah, actually, this is one of the most interesting yeah. things about Typeform because 
we noticed that you've actually moved the sign-up process further down the funnel. So firstly, yeah. you, you come in, you create your type form, you get to play around with the tool. Uh, and then you also ask people to, to save your account. So it's not sign up now or now you've created your type form, create your account, but it's more actually you're saving your type form. And that is also the conversion point. So w when you first tried this out, what kind of effect did it have on your acquisition numbers? Yeah, so we like we took a hit in number of signups, uh, but the signups that we generated were a lot more, um, quali you know, were a lot better in terms of quality. Um, what you know, what we you know, what we saw was like a huge uh, increase in the number of people creating type forms, so about ten x. Um, and that, you know, having that much traffic and people trying out the, the builder meant we were able to uh, run experiments a lot faster and get to statistically significant results. So after we did this, we started, you know, working on a, an A-B testing infrastructure and that those tests allowed us to gradually improve conversions and make the onboarding better little by little. So, you know, and we've played with a lot of things, with videos, with tooltips, with, uh, we built a template gallery, we did, we did a lot of stuff. Uh, okay. In terms of Which stuff was the most successful? So, um, the most successful things actually were, were probably like the easiest. Like, <laughs> I remember like one of the, probably the, the biggest win there was when, we, uh, you know, these pop-ups that when you go to a blog and you move your cursor out, uh, and they, you know, they pop up and they say, yeah. "Hey, here we go." You know, those suck, but they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you had some good results with those. Yeah, we did. We did something similar, not as intrusive, but so what we did was, if you created a type form and added at least one question and moved your mouse away, we would say, hey, actually, like, you know, you might want to save your type form, your progress. So you might want to save your account and uh, join hundreds of thousands of happy type formers. And that alone was like 15% increase from, um, from visits wow. to a lineup. Yeah, gee, that's huge. Um, and let's actually kind of move on a bit. So talk. Uh, talk about retention and more specifically stickiness. So once you have these new users on board, how do you then ensure that they keep using the product? Hmm. So that's a, that's a big challenge for us actually, because, um, because a lot of people use Typeform for servers, right? And, and these are, you know, it's a one-off use case. You, yeah. you launch every, you know, you get your data and then, and then you're done really. Yeah. Um, so it's we've been we've been investing more and more on inspiring these people to um, and you know draw their you know draw their attention to the benefits of of doing of using Typeform for other use cases like um, that are more ongoing and recurring. Um, so a contact form, um, you know, to host to have it, you know, on your website, um, payment form to collect payments. So. Tell them that it's not just you can you can use Typeform not just to learn about your customers and research your market, but then once you have a product or something, you can actually 
use it also to monetize your customers as a payment form. You can, as a feedback tool, that's always there for your customers to reach out to you. So try to make sure to, to, um, to, to bring their attention to, to this. And so we've, we've invested a lot in templates. Templates are, are yeah. you know, becoming bigger and bigger for us, especially in SEO, because people don't search, oh, I want, you know, to know to collect data from people. No, they they search for their use case, right? So they they search for contact form template. They search for a job application form template. All of this stuff. So uh, these landing pages, very targeted, are uh, driving more and more growth. Yeah. Type form. Um, so yeah, a lot of templates and a lot of content. And which would you say is the bigger challenge? Is it converting your free users into paid users, or is it actually retaining your paid users? For a freemium model, we actually convert um, free users quite well. Um, from talking with other, you know, freemium businesses, our conversion rates are um, um, it's about like five percent. Um, so it's it's more about like not necessarily converting more free users. Of course, we also try to do that, but it's yeah. really retaining them. So because we 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 you know a lot of users churn after two three months um yeah so about like 20 30 percent okay so so that's for us it's uh, more of the challenge not not so much converting them right now uh, okay but more retaining them and 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 this this you know it's templates it's content you know timely targeted emails uh and then also the pricing and packaging so we're doing more and more work on on making our yearly yearly payments, sorry, uh, yearly subscriptions more attractive to um, to these users that have sporadic needs for the product. Um, so, for example, if we see that you're using Typeform um, and jumping in and off, sorry, jumping in and out, yeah. Uh, we, every two three months, we you know we send you an email saying, "Hey, actually, you you're better off in in our, you know in our yearly plan." And these emails were great. Um, okay, what kind of effect did it have on your churn numbers? So we haven't uh, actually AB tested that specific email, uh, but we do, we do see a lot of users upgrading from it. Um, now we've, we're going to start you know split testing with pricing and packaging, but it's something that we're uh, extra careful because it's very sensitive and uh, uh, we'll just have to, to, to experiment. Um, but until now with, with price packaging, because, you know, it's, it's retention, right? Like to, to get yeah. to, you know, to significant results, you need to wait a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we just launch it. If it makes sense, just launch it. Like don't, don't overcomplicate things. Yeah, you talked earlier about how much Typeform has actually grown from when you started to the situation today. So could you actually tell us a bit more about your growth model and, and the viral loop, as well as some of your most effective hypergrowth tactics and the results that they delivered? So back then when I joined, we were 10 people and we only had a free beta. Uh, right now we, have, we are 160 people and we generate you know double digits um, million in revenue every year um and you know a lot of a lot of we've had a few nice growth inflection points 
uh, in the beginning, like I said, was uh, the power buying improvement. So the brand exposure on platforms, you know, worked beautifully, um, you know, maybe testing the copy of the button and trying out the land different landing pages. Uh, then we also, at the end of every type form, we, um, we, uh, we increased the brand exposure there as well. So before, you know, we allowed free users to, to build their own custom tanky screen. And then we made that a paid feature and we, um, we, uh, we by default are showing a branded thank you screen that says, Hey, thanks for completing this type form. Now go create your own. And this was also very big, both in terms of paying customers because people really value, um, uh, you know, the ability to, to create their own custom thank you screens. Uh, but at the same time, it also generated a lot more virality. So this was also big then. Some of the onboarding improvements, like the, you know, the demo user environment, which yeah. is what we call um, for people that don't register but can still create type forms, the template gallery. Uh, we also did a referral program uh, for paying customers because we figured, hey, we have a really nice product people are already talking about, so why not give them an extra you know, incentive for them yeah. to talk about? And that now represents like five percent of our monthly recurring revenue. Uh, okay, wow. It's just you know a lot of different things that have added up to the to, to growth. Yeah, yeah, lots of awesome ideas uh, and good stuff there. And actually, type forms themselves can be used in millions of different ways. Uh, but the first time I actually discovered type form was with uh, HubSpot's Make My Persona tool which is basically a really easy way for marketers to quickly create profiles of their key audience and buyers. So could you tell us a bit about how that actually came about and what effect that had on your growth numbers? Hmm. The, the first, yeah, the first part of that, you know, of your question really poses a challenge for us because exactly like platform can be used for so many different things and it's hard for us from a marketing perspective to really position ourselves clearly. Um, and, and especially because we want to keep the tool very horizontal-like and, and you know, allow people to use it for all sorts of different things. Uh, now, like, we're seeing uh, some power users use Siphon for really cool things. And the HubSpot, you know, my, my persona is a great example. Um, the, the, that type form itself, for itself, wasn't, like, huge in terms of generating... Um, traffic to us but it, it was it was definitely uh, you know a you know a very good example of cool stuff you can you can do with type form so we're uh, we're promoting it a lot uh, in our in some of our emails and content uh, and not just that and other uh, things that people have done using type forms um, and also from uh, you know business perspective those users that really build tools that are evergreen they're they stick around a lot more yeah. than than cases. So, for us, we're slowly building the product towards you know those use cases, right? So, things that you can use Typeform for uh, on an ongoing basis. So that includes you know payments, you know adding more payment options, um, you know uh, integrations, for example, with other services, uh, you know lots of lots of different things. 
Yeah. And actually, if I just come back to that first point you mentioned about the fact that Typeform can be used in millions of different ways, which is both a, a blessing and a curse. So how did, or what did you come up with when it came to your value proposition and the, the marketing messaging in terms of what Typeform is? Yeah. So, so the key there is, is to, to communicate um, benefits that are, are shared across the different personas and use cases. Yeah. So that means, you know, engagement, you know, you know, stay human while you scale, you know, the conversational aspect, that's something that everyone wants, right? You know, the ability to customize design and, you know, completely match your brand and your look and feel. Those are things that everyone wants. Then what you need to find is marketing assets and, and channels that allow you to be more targeted. So and for us, like landing pages and paid acquisition has been has been one of the ways that we've uh, we've accomplished that. So um you know, we have landing pages for people looking to start from for job application forms. And for them, we, we specifically say, hey, actually, you can get more candidates using a, you know, a type form. You can, mm-hmm. you know, you can get them, you can, you know, make them more engaged and give a very good first impression. Because at the end of the day, they're also, it's like, you know, they're trying to generate leads for their, um, you know, hiring purposes, right? So, it's, we just tweak the copy and you know the benefits according to each use case. But when it comes to communicating what Typeform is, we try to to communicate benefits that you know everyone wants. Yeah, yeah. I think the uh, phrase "ask awesomely" that you guys have quite nicely summarizes the value of Typeform that is shared in all all cases, whatever mm. you're using Typeform for. It's just an awesome way to ask people whatever it is you want to ask them so uh really interesting how you approach that but uh if, if we just move on to actually a couple of closing questions uh and these are questions that we ask all our guests who join us on the growth hub podcast and firstly it's about tools and actually how you get stuff done in your role so if you could only pick five tools that would actually help you with your work uh as director of growth at Typeform, what would you pick so um, first, uh, definitely segment. So segment is a is a tool that allows you to centralize all of your tracking data into one place. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then it forwards the events and the data to the tools that you want to use. So that for me is 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 you know has been uh, has has been you know a game changer for for us in the growth team. Then on more of the product side, we use a tool called Launch Darkly for future toggling and A-B testing. Um, we're also big fans of Amplitude for analytics. Yep. Um, big, big fans. Actually, we moved away from MailChimp to Amplitude. Uh, it's because it's so much better. And then for, for emails, Intercom for targeted behavioral-based emails. And then... Uh, MailChimp for uh, you know beautiful newsletters. Yeah, and of course Typeform as well. I guess uh, you use as well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. And then finally, the, the last question: uh, What would be your one golden piece of actionable advice that you would like to share with other B two B SaaS growth leaders? Hmm. So 
growth is a discipline that you know um, is in the middle of a lot of stuff like marketing, products, and, and engineering. So you know, creating a growth team, you you have to like play nice with all of these departments um, and the people in them. So you really need to over communicate the purpose and the nature of growth. What you know, why is it that it makes sense to to you know for that team to exist? Mm. Uh, so I would definitely like you know highlight this as a um, as very as being something very very important to do. Like when starting, like just make sure you're not just you know a growth hacker, you know trying to break everything with yeah. one or two. <laughs> But you actually put a strategy behind it. You explain how you're going to work with other, with your, you know, with the, the rest of the team. Uh, what metrics are you going to try to uh, move? And what is the difference? What is the difference between you and marketing and you and engineering and products? So that's that's very very important. Yeah, great stuff. Hey, Pedro. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Growth Hub today. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you with us on the show. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, thanks for, uh, really, thanks for having me. That was Pedro Magrico, Director of Growth at Typeform. And make sure you check out typeform.com so you can experience some of the things Pedro was referring to during our discussion, as well as create your very own Typeforms. You can also follow Pedro on Twitter at Pedro underscore Magrico. That is at P-E-D-R-O underscore M-A-G-R-I-C-O. Thank you so much for listening to the Growth Hub podcast and make sure you check out the Growth Hub at advancedb2b.com slash the Growth Hub for more content and resources on everything B2B SaaS growth. Our job to tell better stories. And always remember, it's the risk takers that are rewarded. People are sick and tired of being marketed to, and they're sick and tired of being sold. The single biggest story today in sales and marketing is how our customers are buying different things.